Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of The Stone Table. Today is Maundy Thursday, the fifth day of Holy Week. And together, we're reflecting on the Last Supper and Jesus' arrest in the Garden of Gethsemane. This is part of a series of devotionals that includes prayer, scripture reading, and a brief commentary to help you reflect on the final week of Jesus' life. This is meant to accompany the devotional booklet titled Eight Days, which you can find at baylife.org Easter. Before we get started, let's take a moment to quiet our hearts before the Lord. O Lord Jesus Christ, you are enthroned in the majesty of heaven. Yet you gave up that heavenly perfection to become a servant. We adore you for laying aside your glory. And clothing yourself in humility as one of us. We praise you for the example of washing your disciples' feet. Teach us to do as you have done. Deliver us from pride, jealousy, and ambition. And make us ready to serve one another in lowliness for your sake, O Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Amen. And now a reading from Matthew chapter 26, verses 17 through 30, and verses 36 through 46. Now on the first day of unleavened bread, the disciples came to Jesus, saying, Where will you have us prepare for you to eat the Passover? And he said, Go into the city to a certain man and say to him, The teacher says, My time is at hand. I will keep the Passover at your house with my disciples. And the disciples did as Jesus had directed them, and they prepared the Passover. When it was evening, he reclined at the table with the twelve. And as they were eating, he said, Truly I say to you, one of you will betray me. And they were very sorrowful and began to say to him one after another, Is it I, Lord? He answered, He who has dipped his hand in the dish with me will betray me. The Son of Man goes as it is written of him, but woe to that man by whom the Son of Man is betrayed. It would have been better for that man if he had not been born. Judas, who would betray him, answered, Is it I, Rabbi? And he said to him, You have said so. Now as they were eating, Jesus took bread, and after blessing it, broke it, and gave it to the disciples, and said, Take and eat. This is my body. And he took a cup, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink of it, all of you, for this is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. And I tell you, I will not drink again of this fruit of the vine until that day when I drink it new with you in my Father's kingdom. And when they had sung a hymn, they went out to the Mount of Olives. Then Jesus went with them to a place called Gethsemane, and he said to his disciples, Sit here while I go over there and pray. And taking with him Peter and the two sons of Zebedee, he began to be sorrowful and troubled. And he said to them, My soul is very sorrowful. Even to death, remain here and watch with me. And going a little farther, he fell on his face and prayed, saying, My father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as you will. And he came to the disciples and found them sleeping. And he said to Peter, So, could you not watch with me one hour? Watch and pray that you may not enter into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. Again, for the second time, he went away and prayed, My father, if this cannot pass unless I drink it, your will be done. And again, he came and found them sleeping, for their eyes were heavy. 
So leaving them again, he went away and prayed for the third time, saying the same words again. Then he came to the disciples and said to them, Sleep, take your rest later on. See, the hour is at hand, and the Son of Man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. Rise, let us be going. See, my betrayer is at hand. Father, we thank you that you always hear us. Because of your Son's faithfulness, we can call on you and claim you as our Father. Impress upon us the cost of salvation, that in order to redeem slaves to sin, you sent your Son. Christ Jesus, we thank you. Thank you for being obedient to the will of your Father, even unto the end. Rid us of our idols and the false beliefs that hold us captive. Holy Spirit, we ask that you would give us the strength to say with Christ our Lord, Thy will be done. Amen. So today is Maundy Thursday, and it's the portion of Holy Week that we set aside to remember the Last Supper that Jesus has with his disciples, as well as Christ's betrayal and arrest in the Garden of Gethsemane that's located on the Mount of Olives. And that phrase, Maundy Thursday, comes from the Latin word for command. Because in John's account of the Last Supper, Jesus tells the disciples that he's giving them a new commandment that they should love one another. Maundy Thursday is also important because it marks the beginning of what's called the three great days of Holy Week. It's not to say that the other days are unimportant. Obviously, Palm Sunday is significant in what happens on Monday at the temple and Tuesday in Jesus' debates and Wednesday when Judas agrees to betray Jesus. All of it's important. But in these three great days things move along at a really rapid pace. And so it begins with Maundy Thursday, Jesus's actual betrayal and arrest. It moves through Good Friday, Jesus's crucifixion. And it comes to Holy Saturday. This is the day that Jesus spends in the grave. And the three great days end at midnight on Holy Saturday, when Holy Saturday gives way to Easter Sunday. Yes, and as we reflect today on the Last Supper, um, we observed the interactions between Jesus and his disciples, and I think it's interesting that he chooses to wash their feet in the middle of the, the event that takes place on Monday Thursday, and I think back to the conversation we had yesterday about um, Judas betraying him for 30 pieces of silver, which was about the price of a slave. And as we see Jesus washing the feet of his disciples, he's, he's assuming the role of a slave. It's almost as if to say he knows, right. he, which he, he did. Mm-hmm. And it, it was just an act of humility right. on Jesus's part. Absolutely. It's, it's an act of humility. And at the same time, it's, it's this convicting action. You can see it in Matthew's gospel that Judas knows he that knows. Jesus knows. Right. He, can, he can tell that Jesus knows what he's done. And no mm-hmm. doubt that's because of what John tells us, that Jesus washed the disciples' feet and yeah. assumed this slave action after Judas paid the price of a slave, mm-hmm. or was paid the price of a slave for Jesus' life. Right. Um, after the events of the Last Supper, after the Eucharist is instituted, mm-hmm. Jesus and his disciples go to a, a place that they had been before, They go to the Mount of Olives, which is where Jesus rode into Jerusalem, and they go specifically to the Garden of Gethsemane. The Mount of Olives is significant because it's located to the east of Jerusalem, and from the Mount of Olives you can see the temple. And there's a bit of an Old Testament history to this location. It was on this mountain in 1 Kings 11 that King Solomon 
Remember, Jesus mirrors his entrance into Jerusalem as though he is King Solomon. King Solomon built shrines and temples to the god Moloch. And what we know from the rest of the Old Testament is that Moloch was a god who was worshipped through child sacrifice. And so there's this incredible irony as Jesus enters the Garden of Gethsemane and he's pleading for the Father to, to let this cup pass from him. Because this is the place where Israel's failed king, Solomon, offered Israel's children, children. to false gods. Right. Uh, but this is also the place where the father offers his son in the place of Israel's children. Mm-hmm. And so there's this great reversal of Solomon's idolatry. It's, it's in the Garden of Gethsemane on the mountain east of Jerusalem that God reverses Solomon's evil and mm-hmm. says, I'm not asking for your sons. I've offered my, my son own. in your place. Right. And I think it's interesting that we see Jesus betrayed by Judas here in this garden. And it makes me think of Genesis, where mm-hmm. we see Adam and Eve betraying God in his garden. Mm-hmm. And just what a parallel that is, that we see the Old Testament being replayed in the New Testament. Absolutely. God is betrayed in a garden both in Genesis and then again on Monday Thursday, where Judas betrays his Lord. So in light of all that we have heard, may God the Father, whose Son Jesus Christ taught us that what we do for the least of our brothers and sisters, we do also for him. Give us the will to be the servant of others as he was the servant of all. And may the Spirit conform you to the image of Jesus, who gave up his life for us, yet is alive and reigns with the Father and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Amen.